Hello and welcome back to the Couch DM Podcast. My name is Ryan Parker and I'm joined as always by Matt Chamberlain. How you doing, Matt? Well, I'm well uh, past my bedtime. (laughs) (laughs) It is now 11 o'clock. We're doing a emergency after game four podcast of the NBA Finals. We're super, uh, we watched the game. Um, We got some thoughts here. Yes. Uh, If you missed episode 81 this is episode 82 so welcome into episode 82 um we talked about the nba finals surprise right yep (laughs) so we're gonna talk about that even more and go in depth here uh if you have not seen the news uh which you should have by now by the time this podcast comes out the lakers beat the miami heat 102 96 to take a 3-1 lead in the nba finals matt let's start with game four let's just dive right into it what did you see from both teams that you liked and didn't like? So, this always felt like the Lakers game. Mm. So, it's it's odd because the Heat culturally, the Heat culture, hashtag and, Heat culture, and, and style is they want to muck it up, yeah. right? And the Lakers are like, great, let's do it. That's and, a, that's our favorite type of game. <laughs> and the problem is the athletes that. LA has in combination with enough shooting got by with it and so I think that's the first and foremost point I know it it was a close game on the scoreboard for the majority of the game um the heat fin- or the Lakers finally pulled away there was last about four minutes of the game but it always felt like they were playing the Lakers style it always felt like Miami was having to dig their way back even though they were only down like four Right, like it, it always felt like they were having to scrape and claw to get anything, and ultimately, this was a star game. This is LeBron and AD versus Jimmy and whatever functioning body parts Bam Adebayo has left. <laughs> the one shoulder and two knees. Um, yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, like I think I turned to you at one point, and the Lakers were up seven. It was like. Ooh, it feels like the Lakers are just giving haymakers to yeah. the Heat right now. <laughs> up and it seven. was up seven, right? Like right. that's that's like in an era where the three point ball is so like so yeah. prevalent in the game, it's like a fifteen point lead isn't safe. And that's like, something we said like in two thousand five. Like, <laughs> oh all these daggers. He's hit a jump shot. <laughs> that's the thing, like going back and watching those like early two thousands games, it's like they're up eight. The coach is calling timeout. It's like nowadays, it's like, all right, play on. Yeah, just keep going. Like, run our pin down set. And <laughs> if it's not there, run a backside flare. And, like, we're just going to get a three up right yeah. now. Yeah. And so, like, that, I, to- I totally agree with you on that. It's like the Lakers controlled the pace of this. Yeah. And at times when the Heat were dominating this game or trying to take this game over, they played at their pace, right? They played a little bit quicker. Um, they stopped transition baskets. Yeah. Um, that was the biggest thing. I think the biggest thing for me is that, like, this is the overarching point, I guess. Like, the Heat didn't have a great counter for what L.A. did on the defensive side. Like, yeah. after the adjustments, like, they switched everything with Jimmy. They, like, anytime Jimmy in Game 3 got, like, KCP or a smaller guard onto him, it was right in the bucket, right? Yeah. This time, they went under every screen. AD was on him, refused to switch. And, like, he had to give up the ball to Tyler Hero and Duncan yeah. Robinson, like, yeah. for 20 shots, what it felt yeah. like for those two guys each. And 
And so I I very much like the idea of not switching. Like a lot of teams, like it's just their default defense now is, especially if you have an athletic, n- not center Anthony Davis, but bigger human being Anthony Davis, um, you can just switch everything, right? Yeah. And it, it's an easy default that a lot of teams go to, and it's not that it's ineffective. Um, it just to a point though, if you do it, you know teams are gonna hunt out the players they want switched on to them and so then tonight yeah ad or lebron or whomever again we're gonna go under because if you're gonna do anything you're gonna take a jump shot and at the end of the day jimmy butler taking jump shots unless he gets hot it's it's statistically a shot you want him taking compared to getting into the um lane on the the low block yeah because even like we saw in game three jimmy on the low block that was a bucket yeah you can put a hand on his face it didn't matter um, they're like, we're just not even going to let you do that spot, but we'll give you the shot just from 15 feet farther out. And, and Jimmy didn't want it just straight up. He didn't want it. And so I, I appreciate that. And it's, and it really isn't that big of an adjustment. It's more just like philosophy. How are we playing a ball screen? And, and they didn't overreact in a way that like allowed Jimmy to get into a rhythm. Mm-hmm. They didn't feel the need to, you know, put, not that Caruso or, or KCP or Danny Green are bad defenders, but like just don't put them in that kind of a situation where if they're weak at anything, it's going to be weak in the post, yeah. which is where Jimmy wants to get to. So I appreciate that from LA. Like, it's, it's a simple change, but like it's it's incredibly effective as we saw. But then it kind of goes back to a point Then you mentioned, which is Jimmy's having to pass it out, and Tyler Harrell led the heat in shots. Took 18. Jimmy took 17. He kind of got a few up at the end to close that gap. But, I mean, it was very clear. Tyler Hero taking right-handed floaters going left like every other time down the floor in the second half, it felt like. And it was just mind-boggling that, like, Eric Spolstra couldn't get this team into better offense. And is it, is it his fault? Maybe not. Maybe it's just an extreme credit to the Lakers and their defense and what they were doing to Miami. But part of me is, like, we've we i said i was like i'm part of the heat i'm not even rooting for the heat i picked the lakers in the series um you you just have to generate some sort of better offense and the this is the game where you miss Dragic because there's no dribble drive even if you do get a good offensive set there's no dribble drive threat here there's no blow by threat here with any of these guys even jimmy he's not going by you he's trying to go through you yep um and just that missing element we saw it from Rondo on like a clutch late layup. Like he just kind of rejected and and took a, a hard layup to the left side, finished with the right hand real quick. It's like, is that necessarily the offense you want there for LA? Probably not. No, probably not. But it's just that blow by defense wasn't ready. The the help wasn't rotated all the way over, and he just kind of like got a weird easy layup out of it. And Miami just doesn't have a threat like that. And I'm not going to say Dragic is, like, the ultimate missing piece for his Miami team. Like, I don't know if he plays and they win, but it definitely doesn't hurt. And it definitely takes the ball at least out of Harris' hands some and, and Robinson's hands some and Kendrick Nunn's hands some. <laughs> A lot of Kendrick Nunn in this Please. game, right? Oh, he's uh, like 26 minutes. Yeah, he, um, I think you hit the nail on the head there. It's like, it give, it puts, like, hero in a tertiary scoring role yeah. instead of Catch secondary and shoot. yeah right. like he can kind of prey then on caruso's of the world yeah and like 
now you're getting like KCP chasing you around and Rondo yeah. chasing you around. And it's like, like you said, they're not like excellent defenders, but they gave effort tonight, which yeah. was the biggest thing between game three and game four, is that like these guys were on the hip of Robinson and Hero yeah. all game, and they weren't giving them any airspace. No. Um, so that was a big thing, and I think like you also made a really good point in that like the Heat like just didn't counter with anything. Like they yeah. they didn't like come up with anything creative. Like they the Lakers were doing this all game. It wasn't like they started doing this in third quarter. Yeah. So like what was that halftime adjustment? Where was that Spolstra? Like I think that's my biggest critique of yeah. the night is like you have to find a way for your star to get easy buckets and like they didn't really produce those looks. No. No, there were there's not that even game three did Jimmy get a ton of quote unquote easy buckets. A lot were contested. But there are at least shots that he's comfortable with. If they're contested, he can still make them. They were good. I mean, they were getting in the they spot that good he shots wanted. for him, right? Yeah, and so maybe most people, but for him, those were good shots. But yeah, and today it's like they couldn't help Jimmy Butler like schematically get to where he wanted to go. And and while that's frustrating, and I I appreciate Butler going in and trying to impact the game in other ways. Like he still brought great defensive effort, rebounding. He ended up, I think, with nine assists. Um, it's it's to the point though, and it's the same conversation we've had with LeBron and past finals and past years. It's like sometimes I just need you to take the ball and say get out the way, and and go put someone in the basket, go you know, with the intention of scoring before just default passing out to a guy who's kind of open and you can run some more of your offense. If the offense isn't working, then why why keep doing it? You know, at, at some point be the 35 million dollar star yep. that they're paying you to be right yeah i think that's another critique I, essentially i have is like jimmy has to like has to take over this game like he has to say give me the ball like i'm yeah. going at someone like in this yeah. in this offense possession like we need a bucket let me calm us down let me get to the free throw line he did yeah. that in some on some possessions yeah. but when it mattered in the fourth quarter it just like didn't didn't come up right yeah. like it didn't come up the way it did in game three um i mean this heat team is hobbled but uh bam Adebayo was fine tonight like i don't know yeah. i could have expected anything it didn't feel like he him. played many second half minutes that's a good point yeah though i feel like the rotations were a little off there yeah. for miami at points because like hero came in late in the third quarter and yeah. it didn't feel like he played a ton in that third quarter but the heat were still close there yeah just a weird it felt like a weird... It felt like a game that, like, okay, LeBron and AD are going to win this game because they're the most talented on the floor, right? Yeah. And I think that's my other point, is, like, this is why LeBron's one of the greatest two players of all time. Because, like, yeah. he's just going to win these types of yeah. games. Like, he's not losing. He's not going 2-2 to a hobbled Miami no, Heat no. team. And, like, even though LeBron didn't have his best game, he had the turnover bug again in the first quarter, yeah. which is, like, so weird he, to see. He opened with, like, five or six turnovers in that first quarter, yeah. but then didn't really turn it over the yeah. rest of the game. Um, so, again, very weird situation. That's right. That's what, like, the great greatest players can do is they're like, we're not – this is not happening on my watch. And maybe LeBron doesn't have the most dominating performances that we've ever seen and, and like, we're accustomed to seeing from him. But again, like, and it's like you mentioned, controlling the pace and the flow of the game, and the temperament of it, and how your team's bringing effort, like that's that's important. It is, and and while LeBron has been probably in in my eyes, he's been the most consistent 
best player mm. for the team. It's AD that's kind of putting them on that next level. And you saw it late in game four with the block, um, I believe, on Butler, um, trying to get that layup and uh, to seal the effectively seal the game. So while AD, I, I get why his impact can't be overstated. He had a couple big buckets at the end also. It's it's ultimately LeBron's the catalyst for this team, and yep. if if Miami can't figure out how to defend him, which has a great passer, it's hard to even like double him. Then you're just gonna have to convince yourself that living with the Markeith Morris threes is fine, and sometimes Markeith is gonna knock him down, but they're just gonna there has to come an extreme point of. We're not going to let AD and LeBron take the jump shots. We're not going to let them just post us up one-on-one. Like, if you want to find a guy that we have to run out and give a late contest to, cool. But Alex Caruso can take that shot, not LeBron James. Um, One last point I have here um, from Game 4. Lakers ended the game with 25 assists to the Heat's 18 assists. Mm So while if you you know just look at the box score, I know box scores aren't perfect representations of the game, but this one does show. I mean, it's pretty even splits for just about everything. Um, like the the Heat overall field goals, thirty two for four, for seventy five, forty three percent shooting. The Lakers were thirty five for seventy nine, forty four percent shooting. I mean, it's thirty four percent from three on eleven makes for Miami, thirty six percent. On 14 makes, like for for LA, 18 for 21 for the free throw line for the Lakers, uh, 21 for 26 for Miami. Like you go down the line, really all the numbers are about the same. The only one that seems drastically different is that assist. And 25 to 18 doesn't sound like that much, but seven buckets created for LA jump shooters. And that's just it. It's Crusoe standing still. Yep. It's Markeith standing still. Now, again, like I just said, if you're Miami, you kind of just got to bank on those guys are going to take some, and we'll see if they go in or not. Kind of um, with it, yeah. But, like, heroes' shots aren't that. Are They're not the standstill, just get the assist and spot up in the corner or wherever, jump shots. Duncan Robinson's running 18 miles every play just to try and get himself <laughs> open, right? Yeah. And it's not, it's not that it's not working. It's just it takes so much out of him to just to get open. Whereas the Lakers guys are standing there and catching and shoot that way and then be able to go down the floor and play defense. A lot more manageable on the body um, than what Miami shooters are having to do to get open. And then Jay Crowder just can't hit anything. So, like, there's just a black hole of, like, five assists that didn't happen um, that should have. That's true. That's a good point. But on the other end, like, Los Angeles had a ton of open looks, too, that should have Sure. Like, but, but I, they're not good shooters shooting the shots. That's good. That's a fair Or they're, too. they're below average shooters shooting the shots. And they're shots you got to live with. When it's Jay Crowder going 2 for 7, and Tyler Hero going 3 for 7, and Kelly Olenek going 0 for 2, and Kendrick Nunn going 2 for 6. Oh, those are the ones where you're like, I mean, we got to think, you know, those few guys I just listed are going to make more than 7 threes when those guys, again, just mentioned, took. That 22 of them yeah. like you just got to think more are going to go in than that um but again i didn't feel like tons for miami were clean looks and even la's again if they're clean looks but they're guys you want shooting them you gotta live with something right essentially the way 
whenever Andre Robertson's been out on the floor for the Thunder <laughs> and teams are like, I really don't care. Shoot it. Yeah. Like, it's got to be almost that level of extreme if it means you are actively taking away LeBron and Anthony Davis for the Lakers, um, for the Heat. That's a good point. Have you looked at the box score for LA scores? No. I okay, don't look yet. Okay. I want to ask you this question okay. because I, I, I had a feeling about this and I didn't realize this until uh, I looked at this. Jeepers. Okay. Who had more points, Danny Green or Kyle Kuzma? I know Green did hit a three, right? So I can't tell you that I saw Kuzma do much of anything. So I'm going to go with Danny Green. So Kyle Kuzma had nine points. Danny Green had ten. Oh wow! Shout and out it, Danny Green. And it really didn't feel like Danny Green got ten. Points. Oh, he, he had two threes. So Danny he w- the crazy thing is that like Kuzma shot the ball better. Like he went two of five yeah. from three. Yeah. Um, I mean they shot both shot fifty percent yeah. from the rest of the floor, but like Kuzma had like nine points in the first half and then didn't score again. He also it didn't feel like he didn't play. Yeah, it didn't feel like he played. He played eighteen minutes and it felt like ninety percent of those minutes were in the first half. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean like. That's the thing with this Lakers team is like, if you're really, like if you're getting Anthony Davis in the post and like you have to come double, like you just kind of have to live with something. Like you're just gonna, like if it's a KCP corner three and it's like a good contest, fine. He went like three of eight from three tonight. He hit hit a big one. He hit a big one. Okay. But but like shooting under 50%, like it's closer to 40%. But if it's Rondo, like, taking threes, like, fine. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, it, the tricky part for Miami going forward is that they have a really tough hill to climb. And I don't... Like, I think, yeah, that's the big point going into games five. And if there's anything beyond that is LeBron's not losing a 3-1 series. No, 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 no. That's just not Like, happening. this is, like, that series is a wrap. Like, this is a wrap. Like just, that was one of my points for Game Five. Is like Lakers get the champagne ready. <laughs> like, yeah. This, uh, like, if LeBron loses a three-one lead, like his legacy is tarnished forever. Oh. And he knows yeah. that. He's yeah. aware of that. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can start talking about Game Five. I don't think there's much more to talk about yeah. Game Four. It was kind of like a pretty two thousand yeah. basketball game. Yeah. <laughs> kind of ugly. Yeah. yeah. Old, old head probably loved it. Um, new. New kids to the block, less so. But yeah, game five, all you Steph Curry fans yeah. are probably just nightmares about this game. Yeah, it was. It was. You had to play defense in it. Um, <laughs> so game five, I mean, the it feels like you know saying things like "I ah, just make life harder for AD and LeBron." Like, like, well, yeah, of course, it's a great adjustment. I'm sure Miami will get right on that. Um, <laughs> That's what they've been trying to do for the first four games, you know, right? But. I think moving into game five, um, one on the Lakers side first is LeBron. I mean, out there, he looks he looks exhausted. Like, he looks pretty gassed to me. Like, he's still able to do a lot, and I know he had, like, that nice push-off hero dunk in the first quarter. But after that, like, there's just not a lot of legs under him. He had, like, a weird, like, couple deep threes in yeah, game four. Yeah, he kind of fell, fell in love with that shot a couple times. He and took then, it like three or four times late. And then it was like, after they made the first couple, Miami was like, yeah, that's fine, keep taking it, and he didn't yeah. make it again. Um, it's like he's he's to the point it looks like of, I mean, I know he always complains for every call, but it's just like, 
it's more out of like, dude, I can't keep taking this anymore. Like, I just want this to be over with. And I know there's no way to end the series tonight in game four, <laughs> but in game five, I think we're going to see the best version due to exhaustion or whatever phrase you want to put there from LeBron. Um, just because like we we're done. Yeah. We're over this. Yeah. Um, Miami's put up a great fight and I think everyone can acknowledge that, but at end of the day, pack it up and, and let's go home. I think if Miami wants to try and keep this alive though, they've the biggest point one is Bam's got to play. Like he's got to play yeah. again. Um, cause he was good when he was in, but he's got to play. And if Bam can look like he did in the closeout game against Boston, where it was really just like get him the ball somewhere in that free throw line below and trust that you've, if it's a rim run or if it's an aggressive rip and one dribble that like he's going to put pressure on Anthony Davis and get him in, in trouble um, with fouls or it's just going to be the weak side rotation isn't getting there or if they're over committing to the BAM roll or, or BAM drive then maybe that gets Hero or Robinson an easier you know, lift on the backside for a more open shot than they've been getting. Uh, but I think if if the Heat have any chance, yes, Jimmy's got to be what we've talked about him being as like the guy who goes and gets the ball and gets a bucket um, at any given point throughout the game. But more importantly, because I think Jimmy will try to do that more again, is what's Bam going to give him? If it's not a lot, then it almost doesn't matter. Yeah, that's a great point, is that if Jimmy doesn't have much help, <clears throat> this is not going to really be a close game five. I think the biggest thing is, like, how can you go back to getting those switches from L.A.? I don't know if you can, because they're play- they've are they been playing so far off Jimmy. Yeah. But can you run, like, some off-ball action to get the yeah. ball to Jimmy yeah. with, like, a switch on Caruso or something yeah. like that? Or KCP? Um I don't know, like, the, the adjustment that the Lakers made, it's, I guess this is why Eric Sproles is getting paid the big bucks, and we're not, right? We're sitting here talking about it. Yeah. I just don't know what the Heat have to counter at this point. Um, they can set better screens, I guess, that's a good start, but other than that, it's not like they, like, schematically, there's not, like, another trump card here. Yeah. Like, the, the pieces are out all on the table at this point. Like... Because even the things like that initially come to my mind, they're little things. They're not like grand things. Like for example, like if if you got Jimmy and Bam running a pick and roll at the top, and you know AD and whoever the other defender is is hard. They're both hard playing under. Like they're not even hedging yeah. on Jimmy Butler. Like they're literally just like standing five feet back and saying do something. It would be instead of having Bam immediately roll or just immediately pop, is to have like hero or robinson or or even none or or whatever guard that can competently shoot at at the moment in the game is have them on that wing opposite the side butler's going for example and so bam in that pick and roll he sets the screen and then he immediately goes chases another screen of that weak side guard like hero because then there's no bam's defender isn't there to actually hedge like they need to on hero and maybe that's a way, cause if you're just trusting Bam to give a good screen, for example, you can get Hero or Robinson an easier shot. Or if you force a switch because AD realizes, I've got to get back out there because otherwise Hero's going to hit him. And mm-hmm. I trust Hero to take the shots. Yep. Again, said during the game tonight, 
massive balls on that kid. <laughs> Just huge. Um, then that can force a switch where yeah. whoever was Hero's Defender gets stuck on Bam, and you can do some things out of that. Then um, reset up a pick and roll with Jimmy and Bam with a new defender that can't guard that at all. But it's it's a little adjustments that I don't know if they help you with more than just you know a basket here and there. I mean, in this game, a basket here and there might win it for you, though. So maybe that is all you need to do is keep bringing the heat defensively, keep trying to pressure the the Lakers as much as you can, and just trust that if you can get your shooters an easier shot here and there, it's enough. But I don't know. I don't want to put the the ultimate weight of this game on getting hero and robinson more sh- shots yeah i mean that was our complaint with game four right, right. is that like, they kind of i just want them to get more good shots yeah that's a good point i i think there's like even that draymond green thing that the golden state warriors do so well is like he gets the ball the guy who's guarding draymond is off in the paint because he's not shoot they don't care about shooting the ball yeah. but he realizes that and gets the ball out of his hands and goes and sets the screen. And that's essentially the idea I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah it's because then your man's not able to help on the screen. Right. Because then it's a free shot on the other yeah. side. And that, I mean, like, that might work. But also, Jimmy can't dribble into the corner, which it seems to be it was a tendency yeah. for him in game four. Yeah. And then the Lakers have an easy trap. Um, I don't know. It, I just, like, like what you said, I feel like LeBron senses that there's another championship coming yeah and he's gonna and take qu- over this game the quicker he closes one out the better it is for, yeah. the, for the resume um ultimately i think the way lebron's talked in like post-game interviews and stuff is like it's he, you know he's always a business type guy but it sounds like just a different like we we just got to get it done yeah. And it's almost the model for 20. Just get it done. Just do what we got to do here. Yep. And just let's move on, please. It's uh, very Bill Belichick yes, in, right? Is. Like, do your job. Let's let's wrap this up. Uh, hey, Patriots are the best 2-2 two two team in the NFL, Ryan. <laughs> okay. Uh, pump the brakes on that one. <laughs> I mean, I'm not acting like it's the loftiest of, of uh, <laughs> titles here either, though. I, I recognize that. Um so that's where I'm I'm at with game five. I think it'll be a good game still. I don't anticipate it being oh, like a twenty like point heat, blowout or anything. What I mean, Dwayne Wade and the Heat are famous for saying like I'm not I'm not I ain't going out like this. Whatever yeah. whatever is like the Heat have that mentality. Like they're not gonna go down layover in this game. It's I not think, gonna be like a fifty point game. No, I think if if the final score was more than a difference of like twelve points, I would honestly be shocked. Yeah, I'm, I'm expecting it somewhere in that like five to twelve point range. Yeah, like it's gonna be like a game yeah. four. Like it's gonna be ugly. Like, I think so. Like both of these teams like mucking it up, and it'll be a hundred one to ninety four or whatever it is. Is that, is that your official? I guess so. I mean that that's that's as close as it's gonna 101, get. One ninety four. I was kind of in that same boat. I was thinking like one oh five to like ninety eight. That sounds about right, too. I mean, somewhere in there, something like that. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll see what the betting line comes out for that game is and uh, see if we were close to what Vegas is, is thinking on that. Um, see if Tyler Hero loses anyone some more money like this <laughs> I, night. I was kind of, at one point in this game, I was like, man, is this going to be like a two? 2004 finals game spurs detroit where it was like 75 to like Ugh, 78 78 to 79 remember when that was thing like no one scored 
<laughs> well, you go back and watch like, right? some like Kobe highlights, and it's like fourth quarter, sixty-eight, sixty-six. Kobe needs a bucket, and it's like, oh my god! Like, how is a Kobe Bryant, one of the greatest offensive players of all time, leading a team? In four quarters to not even 70 points. What are we doing here? But, again, the league was different. The rules were different. The style of place was different. Could you imagine if you could hand-check LeBron? Oh, man. Like, Iguodala would have a field day. Yeah. That was another thing. It was like, Iguodala didn't really play that much in the second half. It didn't... I feel like he played. It didn't. They do went a lot. to that small lineup a couple yeah. times in the first half, yeah. and it didn't work. Like the I, Lakers overpowered them. I just that small lineup. If AD is active and doing what AD should be doing, that small lineup doesn't work. And it's just a matter of like how engaged is he on rebounds, offensive and defensive. How much is, are they willing to try and kill him inside um, with guys who actually have post moves like LeBron and AD, not like Marquise Morris, you know? Um, and that. That's just something that they can quit get Miami out of their rhythm because it's going to force them to play Olenek more. Yep. Olenek's not bad, but like tonight when he's not hitting, it's not really useful. Game for three, great, awesome, yeah. wonderful player. But game four, eh, you know, we play him because we need a big man out there. Yeah, you need a body yeah. at this point. Yeah, I. Um, <laughs> we might be talking one, two, three Cancun for these Miami Heat, yep. which isn't really like that bad of a thing at this point like you've you made it here honestly yeah like yeah biggest props honestly like you made it as a five seed and you might not make it back after this but like props to you for yeah you know fighting your way here you can hang a eastern conference final champion banner if you want i'm sure jimmy butler would say we don't hang conference championships here i'm sure pat riley says that hashtag heat culture right (laughs) really going out on this heat culture i just uh, we gotta end this podcast or else i'm gonna go off on heat culture and uh being down 3-1 and all that stuff well anyways matt do you want to add anything else we kind of wrapped up this mini pod i feel like no i think that's good 30 minute mini pod we're doing pretty good ryan yeah we're pretty good i mean uh yeah i uh i am excited for game five a little disappointed that it's probably going to end Friday. Yeah, well, you know, end end of a end of an era. No more bubble NBA. Like the, we lived through a historic you, NBA. You, you say that, Ryan? Oh, gosh. <laughs> don't te- don't tempt fate. Don't tempt twenty twenty one with. Anyways, I'm going to stop talking here. Thank you so much for listening to episode eighty two of the Couch GM podcast. I didn't mention this at the top, but please follow us on social media and give us a review on your favorite podcast platform of your choice uh we will see you back in episode 83 with a hopefully nba champion yeah.